Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Here we go. All right, so go. Board Game Snobs. Board Game Snobs podcast. Oh, good job, Jack. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Jack. Say that. I can barely say that. Jack, what are you doing? What? Nothing. What have you been doing? Just being playing outside, being bored. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Now, how can you play outside and yet be bored? Because it's just how it is. Yeah, I play and then I get bored. What are you playing? We've been playing in the in our new brand new swimming pool, and I got bored. <laughs> yes, oh. you heard that right. You oh, got, he's, that he's is bored playing in the swimming pool. Sound like you're spoiled, Jack. Are you spoiled? He is spoiled. He's turning the microphone to him. Yes, because because I I like play with my sister in the pool, and she's like always being annoying, and then I just get bored of her. Well, that's just what sisters do. They're just annoying. Hey, let's utilize yes. our children to try to up our ratings. On the <laughs> That's a great idea. Jack, t- say something cute. Say something totally adorable, Jack. Go. Something totally adorable. I love you. Oh, Is that to me or Gobby? That was to me. Thanks, Jack. He loves, yep. he loves Gobby. He, yeah. Yep. Doesn't his head look like Mr. Potato Head? I appreciate yep. that, Jack. <laughs> You're looking like a potato head. <laughs> <laughs> I see you have your oh. father's uh, 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 insult abilities. Yes, he does. He does. What's your favorite TV show, Jack? My favorite TV Darkwing show Duck. is... Darkwing Duck. Is... Wait, wait. Dino Trucks. You, Dino Trucks. Your dad doesn't let you watch TV. Jack, have you seen Star Wars? Yes. Which ones? All of them? All the movies? Yep, even the kid ones. Like what? Like the ones with Ahsoka in them. Oh, Ahsoka Katana? Or whatever her name is. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Do you like her? Who's your... my sister does. Who's your favorite? My favorite... Darth Vader is the right answer. My favorite is... Probably Luke Skywalker. Okay, solid Very choice. Very generic answer. <laughs> solid choice. Speaking of vanilla. I go for General Hux because we look so much alike. <laughs> I, I like Skywalker. I like the movie whenever whenever he becomes a Jedi and fights against his father, Dark Vader. We turn the Jedi. What, what, what's, what's your favorite uh, Star Wars movie? Do you like Rey? Uh, yeah. Hmm, okay. We went to the we went to see the movie with an or, with the orchestra playing the music, not the movie. Yes, we went and seen the uh, Return of the Jedi. Not, I'm sorry, Empire Strikes Back, where we had the live orchestra. Oh yeah, that was that was super awesome. I imagine Empire Strikes Back. I think. Yeah. Right. And we, it, yeah, and we were in a building, and its roof kind of looked like the one of like. A 
tall building with a pointy roof on the top. Exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, this is as much as I can milk my kids for a time. <laughs> Please don't milk your children. I know this works for other, <laughs> other board game media people. Yep. Hang on, Jack. Bye, Thank Gabby. You. Bye, Jack. Good to see you. Jack left the door open. Look at him. I know. Was, was he, he raised was in a barn? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, the kids are terrible, man. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I gave myself a vasectomy, and Gina doesn't even know about it. <laughs> oh, a vasectomy. <laughs> oh, I tell you, it makes quite the vast difference. <laughs> right now, there's somebody who knows that. <laughs> He's got that reference, and they are rolling in the floor. There won't be many. Send us an email at boardgamestop at gmail.com if you understand the vast difference. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So what we're going to talk about, you had an actual topic you wanted to talk about that I'm um, ready to talk about. Yes. In a previous podcast, as of, like, last week or so, I can't remember. I, I You know, people give you a hard time because you're like, ah, you know, I hate dice placement. You know, I hate card drafting. You know, I hate deck building. Which what, I do. What do you like in a card, a card game? What do you like in a game? What me- mechanism is something that entices Jerry Baker into a card game? I enjoy negotiation, bidding. And, and and for a large part, I do like worker placement, but it's not so much the worker placement aspect. I know a lot of people get, you know, get all bent out of shape about that. They like that. But, I mean, worker placement, action selection are kind of interchangeable in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I, I will say that I enjoy that negotiation, player interaction, resource management, area control. Uh, so there's a lot of games that check those boxes. And so when they have... the any amalgamation of those types of me- mechanics, I tend to get pretty excited. Is but there the, one that cut checks all those boxes? Ooh, there there are a few that get pretty close. Um, I, can think of I remember one my first love. Right off the top of my head, go ahead. I remember my first love being Power Grid because it was a little bit of area control, resource management, and auction, and it was very specific. But no negotiation. It, no negotiation. No negotiation is hard to come by in games. It's hard to find a game that has all of those areas. And then I tend to despise negotiation, especially when it comes to me against you and Bubba. Right. Uh, Chinatown. I'm not good at it. I'm just not China- good at it, quite frankly. And do you think that affects a game? Like, if you're simply not good in this area, you're not going to like it in oh, general. Well, obviously. I mean, Enrique's terrible at bidding. I mean, yes. we, we have a we have a running joke about Enrique. He, and he's not good at auction bid. games. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't understand how to bid. He, he doesn't, doesn't understand money. money, like real life and money. Jerry, have we ever told hey, them? Close the door, Jack. Close the door. <laughs> have we ever told them the pizza delivery story? Okay, so let me. I'll tell it in case we haven't, but it, it bears I repeating. Think we so may have, but go Enrique ahead. is a normal. He's not a millennial, isn't he? He's the next step up. I think he's Gen Z, whatever the next one is. Like he missed it by a minute. He's, he's like 19 years old. He doesn't know how to interact with people. And so essentially, I ordered a pizza from Papa John's that literally is right around a corner from Gobby's house. They know Gobby's address. It's like, I just call and say, bring me a pizza. 
And they do. <laughs> like, yeah, this is Gabby's house, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is the first time Enrique has like had to exchange money because my credit card <laughs> number got stolen. So Enrique is going to pay for this pizza. Enrique goes to the door to pay the delivery man, and we weren't there to babysit him. And so when we come back, we find out that Enrique gave the guy, gave the driver, 20 bucks for like a $13 pizza. Gave him 20 bucks. The guy looks at him and says, uh, I don't have any change. And Enrique says, that's okay. And then the guy's like, oh, well, thank you. And so the guy turns around and Enrique says, stop, stop. I forgot to tip you. <laughs> Pulls out another $5 and gives that to the guy. The guy says, oh, well, uh, okay. What, what else then, would you say as a delivery man besides thank you? Yes, and then turns around and goes away. So Enrique literally like almost tipped the guy as much as the pizza cost. And so Enrique comes back complaining that he paid 25 bucks for this pizza, and the guy didn't give him any change. And then he tells us the story, and I'm like, Enrique... Haven't you ever heard of like when you give somebody money and you're like, keep the change? And he just looks at us so blank. He's like, I've, I, I don't know. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, that's, that's like, that's what you do. Like, you give them money and it's like, instead of getting the change, just you tell them to keep the change and they go back to their business. And they take the change and that's their tip. Oh, I didn't know that's what that meant. And so we've often uh, given Enrique a hard time for his, uh, his high priced pizzas. <laughs> I remember we played a choir like that day, that day or soon thereafter. <laughs> and we were like, yes, Enrique does not understand the concept of the value of money. Oh, no, I, I taught him uh, Texas Hold'em and bidding and how to uh, what the value of a hand is and what the value of something is. It's hard for him to understand. So, yeah, not not having a keen grasp on a mechanic will ruin a game for you. Um but there's not a lot of games that that check all those boxes for me that have bidding negotiation. Like I said, Chinatown was one that had the area control, the negotiation, but no really bidding, but, but that was organic. It just kind of happened. It just kind of happened, the bidding. I think – I well, okay, so this is what kind of did me in. Not did me in. This is kind of what burned me on negotiation games. We probably discussed this many years ago, but whatever. We played Chinatown. You and Bubba just were at each other the whole time. And, of course, Bubba specifically targets you in any game we play. It was me, you, Bubba, Enrique. It was, I think even Mag played that game with us. It was a five-player game of negotiation. You and Bubba were just at each other the whole time. I was just floating along. I'm not negotiating. I really don't even know what I'm doing because I'm not good at negotiating. I am pretty bad myself. In real life, I understand money. In these games, it's like it's so hard for me to comprehend. This is where I need to set the bar. This is what I need. This is what I don't need. This is the limit I can go to. You and Bubba attacked each other the whole game. I won it. I ended up with the most money in Chinatown, despite not knowing how to negotiate. And that kind of burned me on that game. Because I'm like, literally, I played this game poorly. I didn't well, do nothing. Well, I just accepted what y'all offered me. And I just kind of went along with the flow. I didn't like hardcore negotiate like you and Bubba were doing. But yet I won the game. Well, here's the reason why that happened. And it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with exactly. you. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm talking about. 
Well, no, that's, that's why. I, that, well, that's why I felt that game was flawed, and that I haven't liked it. Flawed. But, but, but you're just literally describing the reason it was flawed. No, the game is not flawed. The player was flawed, and that player okay. was Bubba. Okay. Bubba chose out of five people at that table to make sure that I lose that game, and he forced it towards your direction to winning it. I mean, that's no different than any other game where, where it requires players to interact with each other, but when one decides that I'm going to sway the game in any direction, that that's what happened. So, so no, Chinatown's not flawed, but it does allow you to have kingmaking, which every game can allow kingmaking. It just depends on the player. Okay. Okay, so, if you say so, so. You've often you've often gone by, oh yeah, I won that. Cosmic game. I Encounters won, the but- same way. I don't like negotiation and cosmic encounter. I you know what? Not too long ago I asked what's a game I hate. I hate Cosmic Encounter. Ah, you don't hate it. I it's hate. a fun game. It's <laughs> no. a fun, stupid game. Oh, no, I despise Cosmic no, I hate the whole let me play a card, game. then you beat my card. Well, let somebody else play a card, oh, they beat that card. Oh, just, wait, my card beats all your cards. Your oh, memory is so bad. You're just saying what DJ said. You're I'm still drinking this big gulp martini, so I don't remember much. You don't remember nothing. Cosmic's fun. It's just stupid fun. You have to be ready for it. So, what is your favorite mechanism? And is it I've, negotiation? I've thought about that, and no, because negotiation is 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 <sighs> negotiation's got a temper, man. I mean, it's, well, it's very flaky. I will tell you that is the part that brought me into board gaming. If I'm being honest, well, let me be honest, because Catan. That's, that was the first game I played that was of modern board gaming. We played Catan, and you're like, you know, I need a, a, a sheep's wool. I got this many hay. I will trade you, blah, blah, blah. And that's negotiation. That's the first time I encountered that in modern board gaming. People say that exists in Monopoly. I guess I never played Monopoly that way. Mm, no, not really. Did you? No, I, I, I hadn't played a lot of Monopoly, but the ones that I played, it wasn't that way. I only played Monopoly probably literally maybe four times my whole life, well, and I don't remember can that. Have some negotiation in it, but for the game to purely have that mechanic as something that's an integral well, part. That's of the what game, I like. I don't think negotiation is is in Monopoly. Well, that's what I liked about Catan. It was more like a barter system. It's like just you're going back and forth with. Well, I need this. If you need what I have, let's make a trade. Right. And that just blew me away in Catan. That was the first modern board game I played. And that just, after Catan, that just brought me in. And King, uh, uh, not King, Ticket to Ride had none of that. Ticket to Ride's just set collection. A lot of people like set collection, though, and it's uh-huh. one of those easy concepts. But, but as for my favorite mechanic, I think a game, I don't think it's a mechanic that I like. It's player interaction. Player interaction is not really a mechanic. It that's just something that occurs and that can occur either through bidding, negotiation, area control, resource management, whatever it might be, even worker placement. But I I really love it when a game says these are the rules, but also these are the restrictions that happen and this is how the players rub up against each other. This is how this is how you both have the same goal. You're going to have to hurt this other person somehow. You're going to have to encroach on their game to make your victory possible. 
I really love games that have that player interaction, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll just use Barrage as as a game that has been very popular to us. Barrage is a game that can be played very solo. I mean, completely different. The players can be one side of the board and the other and completely ignore each other to a large extent other than just occupying worker placement spaces. But the game shines when the players go after each other. The same is true with with many games that have that player interaction, that availability. Like uh, Lorenzo El Magnifico, I am never purposely mean to go into a tower that you're at to kind of block you, to keep you from going out of it. It just happens. That player interaction just happens. Mm -hmm. And now you went there and you've messed me up because now I'm going to have to spend three extra bucks to go here. Yeah. That type, that that's not a mechanic and that's kind of a cop out, but I love it when a game. Oh, that's kind of worker placement because I'm in that tower that you need to be in. Well, I know, but but player interaction where your moves affect what I'm going to oh, do. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's that's like an incidental player interaction. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I always ragged on Viticulture for copping out later when it brought in the El Grande worker. Like it, like Viticulture hey, as a what game. What you doing over there? I want to plant some grapes too. Yeah. Viticulture <laughs> changes if you throw out that El Grande worker. You're gonna give it to her. I'm gonna give it to her too. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I know. It's just I don't. I I think that games that have that interaction, and besides that, that which is not a mechanic, I love any type of area control with a resource management. Anything that has that that map area control resource management. I, another thing that's not really a mechanic that I really gets me engaged into a game is is when I can when I can look at something and plan so far ahead. Well, there are there are, I know people talk about planning in games, but there's not many games that allow you to have a very in depth long term strategy to think several terms ahead. Barrage allows you to do yeah, that. Yeah and that's that's why I like Barrage. Should be strategy game of the year. It should have been. What's your favorite mechanism, Gobby? My favorite mechanism, I think, is auction. Like, I love auction games. I freaking love high society. I freaking love modern art. I love the auction mechanism in those games. Did you see that they're having a modern art, the card game? Yes, and I didn't really understand that. (laughs) Because regular modern art is a card game. Is it the same game? What is it's going on? It's a card on? game within a card game. <laughs> it's card it's an game inception. Within an auction. What is going on? I saw that and I, I was like, I don't understand what's going on. I thought I Modern was like, Art Come on. Was, was a card game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nobody's going to get these jokes. As I sit now, as I sit here and I'm looking at this wall of games I have that sadly are not being played. I have Field Commander Alexander. I've not played solo. Because, like, I, I recently po- posted this on uh, our Facebook group. Look at, I see, all I see is Jack's little head in the bottom left right corner of my uh, screen. I recently, well, I say recently, it's been about a year now, but I brought in all my old Legos and introduced him to Legos, and he mm-hmm. plays with Legos differently than I. M- me as a child, I made things, and I would build them, and then I like to maintain them. 
Everything that gets built, he likes to tear it apart and <laughs> cannibalize those parts <laughs> to make something inferior. And so all the very nice things that which we buy and then build, he then says, I'm going to take this nice pickup truck that you've built here with this trailer, and I'm going to tear it apart. And look, I've made a boat <laughs> with wheels and several cannons sticking out the side. I'm like, yeah. So he likes to. He's very inventive. Good job, very Jack. Inventive. Good job. But uh, that's what he's doing right now in the background. He's building something. I see that. No, I, I I was looking at my group of my my wall of games that are good for you know three to five players. Sadly, we're not doing that because we're under this freaking quarantine. And then even after the government's lifted, I was like, okay, the government's lifting it, but they're doing it for economic reasons. If I get with Jerry, who's on the COVID nineteen team. Mm-hmm. of ER people at his uh, uh, Southeast Oklahoma branch of things. I don't want to get, I don't want to get, I don't want to play games enough to where I'm going to get COVID-19. Oh, I see. So it, at what point will you risk your life to play a board game? That is <laughs> I don't question. know. That's the, literally that's the question. <laughs> I could come over wearing one of those bubble boy outfits like Jake Gyllenhaal in the mm, show that, bubble boy. That would be worth it. That would be worth it. Uh, I did drive through Burger King just this afternoon to get a burger and they all had masks and gloves on. And I appreciate that very much because nobody here in Paris, Texas. In fact, we had some protesters on the corner saying live, fr- uh, be brave Live free, open Texas. You had nine protesters in total. There was just no, nine. No, there was only like five. Oh, five. I'm sorry. I overshot I it. Li- I five. literally drove by and was like, I saw these people with these signs at the corner of Walgreens because I went there to buy some beer because that's where you buy beer. <laughs> and I was like, what are, what's going on? Like a cop was there and I saw somebody with a mask and like they were recording. I was like, what's going on? So I drove around and yeah, these people are protesting. I guess they think we're being freaks because we're worried about, you know, science, I guess. The Paris police should have sent one cop in riot gear out there. Just one. Just stand out there and watch them. Y'all stay in line now or you'll get the stick. <laughs> it was very strange. Uh, I didn't, I didn't well, that's all that right. That's all right. But yeah, I mean, did do you wear a mask? I wear a mask everywhere. I can't help but notice you're wearing a mask now. <laughs> Are you afraid you're going to catch the COVID through the podcast? Yes, I'm Doth plagiarism. <laughs> hey, I haven't visited in some time. It's glad to be back on the show. In these times of need. In these times of need. <laughs> no, it's... uh. Yeah, I, I wear a mask as a truck driver. I go to this love truck stops and like nobody's wearing a mask. I'm like, do y'all think this isn't a real thing? Like germs don't exist. Germs don't exist. <laughs> germs don't oh, you and your highfalutin science. Oh uh, well, yeah. Well you're Sorry. you're super you tend I to be a little more science. panicky about it, whereas I I mean, I, I wash my hands and wear a mask and do all that stuff. But it's, Well, that's it's a, all I'm doing, Jerry. That's all I'm doing. But nobody here in Northeast Texas is. But you're setting the example. I'm Stay strong. To. I'm trying to. Nobody Stay else strong. is doing it. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. You said your favorite mechanism, though, was bidding. Did you say that? Bidding auction. Okay, and this goes back to Settlers of Catan. The thing that brought me in was Settlers of Catan. Yes, you can build the roads, you can set your houses up, you can set your villages up, 
it's been a while since I played Catan. I don't remember what all is in it, but you have your roads and your houses that you can turn into cities or something, villages into cities. So that's kind of like your uh, worker placement section. But what made that game great to me was the negotiation, the bidding, the, yeah. I need this, you have that, I need that, you need this, let's negotiate. That's something I had never experienced before in gaming. When I played that, I was like, okay, this is it. This is amazing. And then I, 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 I try to, I struggle because my memory is shot anyway. I don't know. My brain is gone. I don't remember what really brought me into gaming, but I just remember playing Catan. And I think from there, I went online searching for these games, searching for YouTube things related. I found uh, the Dice Tower and they went on and on. (laughs) They went on and on about all this stuff. And eventually, here I am, a snob of board gaming. So my taste, my taste have uh, uh, appreciated to this point of yes, I know exactly what I like in gaming. I will not look up this sort of game. I will look, look into this sort of game. I don't like uh, strictly negotiation because I'm terrible at it. I will mm. look into worker placement, bidding. I will look at, if there's some negotiation involved. I don't mind. Yeah. I have Ragusa's set up right now, and I'm trying to play it solo, and it looks really good. Really? Uh, yes. I'm shocked by I don't know if the solo is going to be any good, but the game itself as a whole, I'm very excited to play it. It has a lot of interaction, and I am I think I'm going to gonna mess around with it and see what I think about it. But, uh, but uh, yeah. Well, it, I, it, so far, the games that I have enjoyed are basically heavy worker placement, uh, Raider of the North Sea. Viticulture, Brass Lakenshire is route bidding. I guess it's what well, I don't know what all the mechanisms are. Brass, but Yokohama route building again. Maybe it is route building. Action mm-hmm. selection, worker placement. Like I can't go here once you've gone there. Lorenzo, uh, those are my favorites. Uh, still in my shelf of shame that I need to learn. Field commander, Cuba. Cuba Libre? Cuba Libre. Cuba Libre. Uh, Archipelago. Um, and Phantom Leader. Yes, Those are the main four I need leader. to learn. Phantom Leader is awesome. You know Phantom Leader. You were going to teach me one of these days, but then all this. I hit, can teach it. Teach if you just set it up, punch it, do it something with your done life. Done and done. I even bought like the miniature planes that Which are uh, useless, which you won't use. They, no point in using. I know. I don't know, but They're I bought them even, anyway. I mean, literally, they mess up the game. You can't use them. <laughs> Okay, well then I'll I'll sell them then I guess. Okay, I gotta get off here. I got stuff to got to do. Jack, he's got to get off here. I got to It's got to He Jack immediately got to his feet and yeah, is coming Jack to the knows. camera. Hang on, Jack <laughs> wants to say goodbye. Hang on a second. Jack, say goodbye to me as your best friend. Yeah, <laughs> your best friend. All right, Jack, tell him goodbye. Bye-bye. Hey, Jack. Jack, you know I'm your best friend, right? Yeah, and this is something silly that my dad always does. No, don't say you say that, and I'll disown you. <laughs> go about your business. No, you say it, Zach. You go about say your it, business. Say it, Zach. Jack, say it. He what? always like after we go outside. He says, 
Stay outside. (laughs) As you should, Jack. As you should. Stay outside. All children should stay outside until we're done podcasting. I think so, too. I think so. How much, Jack, Jack, how much alcohol does your father drink? Does he drink a lot of alcohol? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we got time for. Until next time, I'm Gabby. This is Jerry. Bye-bye.